Welcome back to the Weekend Warrior Show Recap Podcast. I'm Tyler from the Unemployed Architects. This week I'm going to be talking about my shows this last weekend. I played at Houdini Spirits in Leroy on Friday night. And then Saturday I played at the Santa Station, which was at the Uptown Normal train station. Kind of a holiday show. Feel, I don't know, I I feel exhausted this week if I'm being perfectly honest. I don't know. I just can't really get my sleep cycle quite right. I feel like last week was like perfect, but this week I've just been struggling. You know, I don't know. I don't know why. Just been staying up too late. You know, I get in the habit of staying up late on the nights of the shows and then have to work in the morning, and that doesn't ever really pan out very well. I don't know why I make that choice, but you know, I work from nine to like eight o'clock, and then I usually work out from like. 8.15 to 9.15, I usually have to pick up low from work and then get back, and it's like 10.30 by the time we're sitting down eating dinner, and uh, just a lot of times I feel like, you know, by the time we get to the end of the day, it's like our time to hang out, I, even though I'm exhausted from such a long day most of the time, I like want to like enjoy a little bit of it and I don't want to just eat and go to bed at 10:30 so I stay up way later than I need to. And I think this week is just catching up with me a little bit. So I'm finally I think caffeinated enough to maybe talk a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. So I am very sleepy, but uh Friday night uh we played at Houdini's in Leroy and pretty regular for us to play there. But this time, Blair had hit me up a while back to see if he could play on the show, which to me was a little bit of a weird choice because it's a tiny, tiny bar with not much pay, but he just had the night off. So I guess I was like, yeah, you know, anytime we can have Blair is always ups the the fun factor a little bit uh, most of the time. And uh, I I was a little bit nervous about having him there just because, you know, with two or three people, it seems to be kind of a tight squeeze and maybe a little bit too loud. So with a fourth person, you know, I was nervous. But having him there, you know, even though I had to bring the extra gear and the um, the extra uh, sound stuff and the extra person, so we didn't we had less space. He was there to kind of help help do the sound check and help everything, you know, move along with setting up and. You know, I, I used my in-ears, so I didn't feel like it was too loud. I didn't feel like it was too loud just all around, just gauging people's reactions. And people always, you know, they always like the extra, the X factor I think Blair kind of brings to my songs. And then also, you know, his 80s covers that he does, people just kind of love. It's, you know, 80, 80s were a fun, fun time for, I think, music. You know, it's just happy kind of, and you get a little bit of nostalgia going. So I don't know. It's just a lot of fun. Of course, there's the dichotomy that, you know, my songs, some of the songs are just like awesomely fun and I'm pleasantly surprised that he nails his parts. And uh, then sometimes we try a song that, you know, we haven't played in forever and it doesn't go great. You know, we get through it regardless and it's passable, but... You know, and it works both ways. I'm saying that I I mess up in some of his songs too. It's it's not not like, uh, but you know, 
we it's about i would say 70 30 we 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 do 70 percent like pretty solidly and then 30 percent's a little bit rough definitely not like how it used to be back in the olden days when he would play every friday and saturday with us but uh you know, it's it's just a fun change of pace, and we're happy to happy to have him whenever we can. He actually told us he was gonna do. We have a show at the castle coming up not too long from now, January fourth, playing with the Henhouse Prowlers and Chicago Farmer. We're we're kind of one of the openers. It's only a thirty minute set, but uh, you know, uh, it'll it'll be fun. You know, I haven't played at the castle for a long time, so I'm just excited to be there. And Blair said he was going to come, try to convince Kev, but he has uh, scheduling conflicts. So, unfortunately, I don't think he's going to be there. Would have been a lot of fun to have all five of us, but uh, four four will have to do. And that's you know that's about as close to full band as I've played in a while. So it'll it'll be. It'll be fun. I was kind of looking forward to this Friday show and not doing the foot drums for Friday or Saturday because I've done them like the last month at every show and I'm just like, sometimes it's nice to just play and sing a little bit. But uh, anyway, so I, I Blair brought his beat buddy and Dave always likes when I do the foot percussion because he can kind of play off of it a little bit. You know, he can have a little bit more fun with it when he doesn't have to, like, hold down the the basic part of the beat. But um, anyway, it, and it was fine. I, I'm glad I did it. it. It sounded really full and I think really good for the most part on Friday. And, uh, you know, it was just it's just always fun to have everybody there and everybody in good spirits and that's the problem i think with playing every friday and saturday the good spirits part kind of wanes a little so everybody was just excited to be there but uh and we got lots of really good reactions from the crowd you know it was a little bit of an older crowd so you know they 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 really ate up that 80s stuff for sure and uh it was it was just fun all around it was a lot of work, but you know, it was it was good. And then so Saturday, the uptown station we played I did a one mic setup with just low and I, so no foot percussion, no in ears, just my condenser mic, my pedal board, and the JBL as the main speaker. And you know, I was trying to keep the volume pretty low because, you know, we're not there to blast everybody out and you still got to hear like the train announcements and whatnot. So it was I think it was a good choice. Uh we had a couple, you know, repeat fans come out. Uh, uh so it was good good to see those guys. Uh they one of them's kind of a younger lady and uh she she likes to come out and just dance for the the whole set, which is just, you know, Lot, I'm, I'm glad she enjoys it. I, I would be tired if I worked as hard as she did, probably. But uh, she she came out and she she got a lot of the other older kids dancing and stuff, and really really upped the show a little bit. I played a lot of Christmas tunes on this one because uh, you know I teach guitar, so I kind of already know a lot of these Christmas songs. I probably I probably know about ten, and I just you know play them throughout and I'll, I'll do a lot of repeats because the turnover rate of the people waiting in line to see see santa is pretty high so it's like every you know 40 minutes it's like a whole new crowd essentially so i, I tried to put those songs on repeat and 
you know, it's kind of fun. Change of pace, different songs, different crowd, different. The performance is just way different when you're doing the one mic, me and Lo just sharing one. It's definitely different for our from our performance perspective, and I think it's a different thing from the audience perspective. But uh, you know, we we played okay. I don't think it was the best show. It's just hard to get in the gear of things at one in the afternoon. Like I just like I always like like today I practiced already. I practiced this morning. I always practice in the morning to try to you know get be ready for shows like that. You know, like it's like practicing with weights kind of because your voice is so not warmed up that you can't. It's it's really really like challenging. I feel like to sing earlier. So you know I do that pretty much when I practice every time because then when I sing at night it's like seems like more of a breeze but uh you know you never you never know what to expect vocally no matter what you you do you can plan you can practice you know and your brain might not be working as good either unless sleep and all that stuff like mine right now where it's not quite functioning right of course I, I drank enough caffeine both that day and today to you know, make me functional, but whether it's like a smooth functional is a little bit, a little bit questionable. So, but, uh, you know, we got through it. It was a long show. Three hours is a long time. My brother, his wife and their kids all came out and they seemed to have fun. So that was good to see them. And, you know, my niece and my nephew were dancing around a lot and, uh, you know, it was. It, uh, there's a lot of stuff to climb on at uptown at the uptown train station, so uh, it was probably fun for them. And it was just, uh, it was pretty good all around. I don't think it was, you know, my best performance necessarily, but it was. It was a relaxed performance, which I think is a good thing to have those once in a while, where I'm not just stressed out, peak tell performance time and then you know the performance part is stressful too you know because i've got doing the foot drums and kind of it all relying on me to do all the words and the vocals and the guitar and the drum you know so that stuff gets can be stressful sometimes so this was a very very laid back kind of afternoon type show and i think i needed that really but uh i didn't eat all day for some reason i i like i I, I tend to try to fast for as long as I can every day anyway, but usually show days I I have kind of more of a routine, but since it was an earlier show, it was uh, it was just hard to find a good time to eat and because I don't like eating right before I sing. It kind of weighs me down a little bit. So uh, by the end of the show, I think we got packed up around 5. I was just feeling a little sick, so I got some food in me. We ended up, Lowe and I just kind of walked around uptown normal they do like they have they they're pretty intense uptown normal is just intense all around like they they pay us like really good for these random holiday things or like when we play at the uptown circle you know uh they they are always just very generous on what they they have some money set aside for musicians which is super cool so we're always happy to do anything like that um, and you know, like I said, playing those holiday songs is a change of pace for sure. And, uh, trying to get everybody in the Christmas spirit, but they like outside in the uptown, they 
put these blue Christmas lights in every tree and it just lights up the the whole street and it, it looks really cool. It was a little chilly, but we walked around and ate and Lo and I don't really get a lot of Fridays or Saturdays to, you know, just hang out really or go out and do something because, you know, we are, we play every Friday and Saturday. So, you know, the whole day revolves around shows. So Sunday's usually our day, but we're usually so beaten down from the week that like we just lay on the couch most <laughs> mostly. And now in, being winter, it's even tougher to convince myself to go out and like try to do stuff. And when we do get a Friday or Saturday off, it's usually just one. It's not both. And, um, you know, we spend every Friday and Saturday in a bar pretty much. So it's hard to convince ourselves to go out and support live music. We do do it occasionally. We try to make an effort. I, I think she's better about make making me make the effort to do it. But uh, once we get there, I always have a good time. But it's just a matter of, you know, working all week. And then you get that one Friday night off. You're like, oh, I'd much rather just lay low. But when we do make it out, it usually is fun. And it's nice to support, you know, other other bands. And it's It's just tough, tough to convince ourselves to do it. But anyway, so this Saturday night, we got to go and kind of walk. It wasn't like a long time or anything, but I mean, it was maybe an hour, hour and a half of just kind of walking around. We got some food. We went to the coffee house, got some, got some coffee. She got a coffee. I got an apple cider. I'd never had apple cider before. So, and then we stopped at some other places, got some food for later, and it was, you know, it was just like something different, something fun, some, something change of pace type. So that was good. We were still, I think we were home by like 7.30 or 8. And then we ate a little bit and I just passed out till about 11 o'clock. <laughs> so that's that's usually what our Friday and Saturday nights entail is us, us uh, if we don't have a show, you know, trying to stay awake is half the battle. But uh, anyway, so that was uh, Saturday. I finally, finally decided how I think I'm gonna do our next album. So I was, I had, I didn't really dream it, but I had a dream that reminded me of a time that I had actually thought about. I know this is really convoluted, but I had a dream of a time that I had an idea for what my next album should be. And, uh, you know, I kind of forgot about it because it's been a while since I've thought about it. And then, you know, I woke up with uh, kind of re-remembering this idea I had had. And so what I think I'm going to do, it's been weird because I've been releasing singles, you know, for the last five years. Just almost a single a year, essentially. And, you know, trying to figure out the best way to release that as an album is pretty tough. And I haven't, you know, if I was just doing studio stuff, I'd only be up to f five tracks, you know, which is only half of probably an album. So it would take me another five years to get that done. So I started doing the iPad recording and stuff. And I think it's turning out good. I, I started another song and I'm liking the way it's sounding. It has a completely different vibe than the stuff I do in the studio. And I'm going to release that as a single. I did the Riot Red and released that as a single. It has a different vibe than the rest of the stuff. And just try, kind of trying to feel that out. And so what I think I'm going to do, I've always kind of wanted to do a double disc anyway. 
but I'm not going to do a full double disc because that would be insanely expensive to print out two CDs for, you know, just one person to buy essentially by two, like two disc would for printing and all that stuff would be like astronomical. And I think that's just too much content anyway to expect somebody to listen to. So what I'm doing is kind of like a double disc, but it's like two EPs essentially. So um, I had this idea to call it the lock and the real. So the the kind of the meaning behind it, uh, the lock will be like five or six tracks of stuff I've done in the studio. And, you know, in the studio you're kind of... You're limited. You're limited and you have, you're limited and unlimited, like both in two different ways. So you're limited because time is money. You know, you're paying $60 an hour to be in there and it takes a while to get a good solid recording of something and a whole album, you know, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars plus printing cost on top of that. Plus, you know, releasing, co- I don't know, like just, just, you're limited. You can pretty much do, you know, you time is money. So you're trying to get as much done as you can, as fast as you can, but make it sound as good as you can. But in the, like, in the vice versa, you also have this unlimited, like, reservoir of, like, instruments and, you know, stuff you can add to songs that, like, at home when I record, I, I'm pretty limited to what I can do on an iPad, even though it's surprising how much you can actually do on an iPad, there's still a lot of things that you can't do. And in the studio, you can do, you know, sky's the limit for anything. You can you can put 25 backing vocals if you want, you know. You can track, like, an unlimited amount of things. You can add any instrument in the form of, like, MIDI input where you're just inputting uh, instrument sound. Like, I can I could do a cello on the keyboard and just kind of write a cello part and then they can midi i can use the midi controller to kind of play it and then they can tighten it up and or i could bring in my cello and actually which i've done this before too and actually play a cello part or have like i had a for hideaway the first song i released after my last album i had a violinist and she played viola so she came in and did those parts and i did the cello part and i had it all written and kind of composed before we went in there. But then, you know, we went in there and time is money. So just do whatever you can as fast as you can. And it's just a completely different mentality than recording at home. So the lock is the studio kind of, you're kind of locked into what you're doing uh, in a lot of ways. So, and then the reel, which would be part two of the double EP CD, I guess, um, will be kind of all the stuff I do on like the home recording side of things. And I've opened that up quite a bit as far as like, I've gotten, gotten a nice microphone. That's what I'm recording this on. And I think that really makes all the difference. And so I, for the new track with the new mic, the, the acoustic, I just, just laid down recently. It was, sounds like really, really good. And then I recorded live congas from our conga player, Dave. And uh, I think those ended up sounding really good. So just got bass and vocals and backing vocals and may, maybe like an electric guitar. But, you know, I'm it's kind of more, more, I think, really what we sound like a lot of the time in some ways. I, I don't think it's... 
I don't think the lock is like anti what we sound like, but the the real you know we're 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 more limited as far as what we can do, so we can't add any crazy instrumentation, any crazy orchestrations or anything. So it just kind of is what it is. There's not as much production value. It's more about the songs and the quality of the instruments you can record. So that's that's what we're kind of looking at. And uh, I don't know. It's just it's a weird thing to think about because you know. Recording is such a avail such an available thing nowadays. Like if you have an iPad, you can record stuff almost as good as in the studio. It's so like back in the day, you know, you'd have to get a record label to back you. You'd sign a record deal. They'd give you money and provide like a really nice studio and some good engineers to record you an album, and then you'd owe them the money. And a lot of times, you know, you wouldn't make that money back. But you know, sometimes you would, and you, then you could record another album, and it's, it's just not like that anymore. Anybody can record at any time, and there's just so much content out there at all times. Like, there's just being more made every day, like millions of songs every day being made. And, you know, the reservoir just gets deeper and deeper. It's weird to think that, like, you know, there'll never be a Beatles again, never be a Johnny Cash or an Elvis again or a Michael Jackson even. I was watching this uh, thing on Facebook and it was like the quarterly uh, earnings of, you know, the pop, just popular musicians and who had the most. So it was like the top earning uh, recording artist. And like after the 80s, it just gets so bad. Like I just, like Nirvana in the 90s was like the last good band band that, you really see just i don't know it's weird to think about but everything's so you know specialized nowadays that you know if you like this genre of music you'll probably just dive into that genre and you don't even have to listen to anything else so whereas back then it was all about radio plays and stuff like that it's just a different so not only is the reservoir getting deeper as every day with how much how much content there actually is um, so that makes it, you know, super hard to stand out as a musician anyway. But then also, um, you know, the the your, your, the medium that you're listening to the music on is way different. So it's just, I don't know, it's just a whole different world, really. And so with this album, you know, as opposed to my last album, the last album I took three years to record just kind of recording when I could, didn't release anything the whole time, lost tons of steam and tons of fans moved away and forgot about us kind of while we didn't put anything out for three years. So I think this is better. This is a better way to do it. I just wasn't really sure how to tie it all together, but I think this will be just a different, I mean, it's it's a different approach for sure, but it's kind of two different albums in one. And uh, I don't know. I'm pretty excited about it. We're I've recorded, so I've had five releases. I'm probably gonna shoot for getting, you know, six more done maybe, and uh, you know maybe I'll end up with just ten songs or something like that, and that'll be the next album. So I, I'm hoping. I'm really hoping to not spend five years on the the second half of this album, but. 
you know, now doing the iPad stuff. And then what I do is I send it to Jeff to just mix and master after I track it. And I mean, super easy. And that way I can, you know, record when I feel like recording. And then, you know, for the more, the songs that need more orchestration, I will, uh, you know, go in the studio still, but I won't be spending thousands and thousands of dollars, you know, for an album. I'll be spending probably half as much, which is good. But anyway, so I was excited about that, so I thought I would talk about that a little bit. And uh, so, yeah, that was the shows this last weekend and the upcoming album that's kind of in the works. I'm sure I'll talk more about that in the future. But uh, And then this this weekend we have... Kill Kenny's Friday and Saturday again. So I am, you know, I am feeling a little, a little, uh, I don't know what the word is, uh, just a little, uh, jaded. That's the word I'm looking for. Jaded on these Kill Kenny shows. They're fun and everything when I get there, but just the, it's a whole weekend of stuff. And then, you know, you're staying the night. And uh, it's just a lot of, you know, driving two hours. Like, my whole day tomorrow is going to be revolving around that show. So it's just tough to get super excited about it. But uh, I know it'll be fun when I'm there. I'm just, uh, I think the problem is we did the last Kilkenny show too recently. Like, it was only three weeks ago that we were just there. So I'm I'm going to try to make more of a habit of spacing them out so it's more of like a treat than cuz I'm already feeling the week and I know I'm not going to get much sleep these next few days and then have to be back at work. Thankfully, we'll have the holidays after that, so I'll get a couple extra days hopefully to catch up, but I'm just dragging. Just the winter time, I feel like for a musician, for anybody, not just for musicians is tough, but then having to lug your stuff around and then you know, you don't start your job until nighttime so i mean usually when in the summer when you drive to a show it's like oh the sun's like getting low and maybe you'll watch the sunset like right when you get to a place or right before you get to a place now it's like five o'clock is like dark so it's like it's it just feels like it's over you know (laughs) before you even start like the whole night is like it feels like 10 p.m by the time you leave for a show i don't know but uh, that's that's where I'm at. You know, it'll be fun. I just gotta gotta get try to get some sleep tonight, and then I'll have to get in that you know superhero mindset of like putting on a show because that's that's what it's all about. So that'll be what I'm talking about next week. Uh, sounds like Dave might show up one of the nights for the shows. Oh, that's my phone going off. I'm just gonna leave that in but uh it looks like it was a spam caller anyway but uh anyway so that's what i'll be talking about next week and thanks for listening i appreciate it have a good one